Hey, welcome to Media, the podcast where we chat about VC media and media education in general. My name is Brett Lamb, um, and we've got a very special guest here today. Uh, it's Tom Hughes, who made a film called Proof, which was accepted um, as part of Top Screen 2017, um, a film festival celebrating the very best uh, work in VC media. Thank you so much for chatting to us today, Tom. Oh, thank you for having me. That's quite all right. Tell us, what is uh, Proof all about? Well, it's about a father and son living in this kind of hick beach town in 1970 um, who find the legendary big prawn, which is this kind of mythical prawn that's bigger than any other prawn that any other fisherman has ever seen. Um, But they lose the proof that they ever found it. And their kind of nemesis of the town, Ivan, uh, pretends that he found it instead. Um, the, The film kicks off, though, when the son actually finds the proof, the photo, um, and so they set off into town to set the record straight and to prove to Ivan that actually he's wrong and they found it. Dad! Dad! Yeah, mate? I remember! Remember what, mate? I remember where I put it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Daryl! Yeah. Oh, you beauty! <laughs> Hang on, I'll go get it. So where did you get the inspiration to make uh, a film about a mythical giant prawn? Um, Well, there are inspirations throughout the film in terms of style and genre, like the castle and murals reading and stuff like that, classic Australian kind of cultural films. Um, But in terms of the content, I got the idea while we were staying in Kalbara over Christmas. Um, There is this great uh, shrimping culture there where every night, if it's a warm... um, kind of flat night on the on the ocean people will go out in their kind of um in their gumboots and the with these huge nets and go through as a family and kind of do a lot of shrimping and especially since we were there over christmas when a lot of people cook shrimp um christmas eve was this incredible display of um torchlight because they use these tiny little torches to look through the the ocean i was looking at all these people looking through the ocean look like stars um and I thought uh, it would be really cool to make a movie about this. But then after that, it took me a couple of days to figure out a story that would actually work as a 10-minute film. Um, and I really I wanted to include a shot of something like that, of people shrimping, but that never actually ended up happening in the film. Neat. So obviously planning something like this is a pretty big undertaking. Uh, what was the most important part of pre-production for you? Uh, definitely the script. Um, I figured um, my focus on all of the films that I make is about character and character development and who the characters are and how they speak and interact. And so writing the script was incredibly fun, challenging and crucial for me because um, in a sense that built who my characters were and what they, uh, how they interacted with the story. Fantastic. Um, So another thing that you do as part of this uh, are some production exercises where you learn how to use the equipment. What sort of things did you uh, do for those and how did they inform your production? Uh, Well, firstly, I did a production exercise that worked on lighting because I'm not so comfortable with lighting. Um, I am more comfortable now. But um, so I basically got my family to stand in different points in the room and we replicated images from The Godfather and um, The Castle and a bunch of different movies um, to try and figure out harsh and soft lighting and day and night lighting and stuff like that. 
and then I took them in and colour graded them as just a little extra exercise. Um, but mainly the the production exercise that I was most excited about and kind of most intimidated by um, was the fact that we were working, uh, we actually work in this film with eight millimeter film. Um, and originally that was meant to be Super 8 film because for Christmas I got a Super 8 camera. So we went and bought um, film from this guy who was the only guy, um, actually no, the story starts back I thought it was a Super 8 camera and so I wrote in my production design plan that we were filming on Super 8 film and I called this guy in Sydney to ask for some film because we could find no film um, in Melbourne and I explained the camera to him and he said no that's not actually that's not actually a Super 8 camera that's an 8mm camera um, different things so we found a guy in Melbourne who sold 8mm film the only guy in like Australia we went out bought some film from him took it back and I shot um, footage of just my girlfriend on Brunswick Street with um, eight millimeter film, black and white, and sent it back to him, and he developed it, and that was an incredibly exciting like week and a half waiting for that to come back, and we went to got it, we went to see it, and it was perfect, like it was just all intact, and he, but. Um, he said, that's the last time that camera will ever run. Like, I checked it out, I checked the film, you need to find another camera. So that was actually a really important thing to do because in the end, we we, st we stuck with um, 8mm film. No, we stuck with Super 8 instead of 8mm because he said there's, there's nowhere in Australia that will sell you reliable 8mm film for this camera. So we went and got... Super 8 cameras in the end for the real film. We had like four or five from a friend of my mum's and got some Super 8 colour film and that's what we ended up shooting on in the end. Stevie, what are you doing here? I've got something to show you. Oh, is that right? What's that? Proof. Proof of what? Proof you're a loser. Proof that you didn't find the legendary big prawn. I did. Yeah, right. I do. If you had proof, you would have shown us years ago, you idiot. Undertaking something like this, like shooting a 10-minute film like this, uh, takes a fair bit of time. How did you go during principal photography? We were working with a 70D um, and a couple of cinema lens lenses that we got from Michaels. Um, and I think, I have to say, um, probably the most challenging part of that was just really keeping the camera running, getting batteries in it, um, working out that we had lighting set up in a way that wouldn't make the footage grainy. Um, and then obviously um, when we were shooting the, the some of the Super 8 stuff, um, we had to make sure that it was going to look good because we none of us had ever shot on a camera before that didn't show you instantly what you were shooting. So that was a bit scary, um, but it did turn out okay. And so how did you go uh, in post-production? Post-production um, is usually, I find that to be a pretty um, straightforward task. I actually really look forward to post-production because it's just me sitting in a room, um, putting it all together. There's nothing extra you have to do. Um, probably the most exciting part for me about this film in post-production was um, color grading because um, this was the first time that I really started experimenting with color grading. I got um, a, a program called Film Convert um, to kind of emulate the style of a 1970s film 
Um, so we, so I kind of added a bit of grain to make it look like 35 millimeter film and um, the eight millimeter came back and that looked great. So I got to splice that in. Um, and aside from that, uh, originally the, the film had music, but getting copyright for that didn't pan out until top screen. So I had to change it and actually like the version without music better. So that turned out good in the end. You've bullied me relentlessly ever since you won that title. That title that you don't deserve. I'm the champion. I always will be the champion. I'm a winner. So when it comes to words of wisdom, what do you have to offer uh, students who are currently undertaking VC media? <clears throat> Uh, don't underestimate the nature of the beast. <laughs> um, making a film is, especially making a film for VCE Media where you're putting your heart and soul into it, um, is an incredibly, uh, it's a big task to undertake. Um, and the only way that you're going to get out of it what you want is to plan correctly, draw on friends that you know will come through and are reliable and and know things and will add stuff to your film. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help and um, write about what you know because that's how you're going to get the best script possible. Outstanding. Thank you so much, Tom, and we really uh, look forward to seeing your film as part of Top Screen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Media. You can catch Tom's film as part of Top Screen 2017, which starts at the Australian Centre for the Moving Image in Melbourne on March 9. You can also see it as part of Top Design, a free exhibition for students at the Melbourne Museum, which runs between Saturday, March 18, and closes on Sunday, July 16. To find out more about our podcast, visit lessonbucket.com, where you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Thank you so much to Tom for the interview and to Jenna Grace, who helped to record this episode. We'll catch you next time.